Welcome to the Money Making Housewife Show, the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it. I'm your host, Jaleesa Smith, and in this podcast, I share lessons and insights from my journey managing my roles as a wife and mom, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too. Listen, it's definitely not easy, but we got this, ladies. Now let's get into the show. Hey, Moneymakers, it's so good to be back. So I just came back from the Marketing Impact Academy, Marketing Impact Live out in Orange County, California. And I have so many takeaways to share with y'all that I think could really help you, which is why I want to share them. And I made sure to write down my takeaways um, just because I wanted to make sure that while I was there and I was like in the energy and I just had the thoughts on top of my mind that I, you know, as I was taking my notes from, from each speaker, I made sure to, um, to just, uh, you know, write down my top takeaways and also my next steps. So I'll be talking more about how I did my notes and like more things about attending conferences in general, because I'm about to actually go to another conference this week in Atlanta and also another event um, out there this week. But I want to talk about that because I think it's so important. Just um, just talking about how to move in a room, you know, especially in rooms that we don't feel familiar in. I feel like as women, we, we like to, we tend to try to shrink or blend in. And I want, I want to challenge that. And I want us to stop doing that. But you know what, I'm gonna save that for another episode, because this episode is going to be about my top takeaways from the Marketing Impact Academy. Um, I got to hear, you know, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs speak. Um, The the Marketing Impact Live uh, event is hosted by Shalene Johnson, her husband, Brett Johnson, and her son, Brock Johnson. And they have a business together, um, marketing, obviously, uh, Team Johnson. And they have, um, I'm sure they have, they have a lot of other companies. You, you just just look up Shaleen. If you don't know, Google her. Like, just Google her. So her name will pop up. <laughs> like, Beachbody, everything. Like, they've bought, sold businesses. Like, so pretty much really respected um, business owners and experts. And they have longevity and experience. And Shalene is just honestly, she's really a powerhouse woman, honestly. And I I really, really, I got so much from just seeing her move and, and on the stage and off the stage and just how she carries herself and getting to know her a little bit better. Because um, one, so if you guys don't know, if you ladies don't know, I did an episode, not on my podcast, this was before I even had a podcast, but back in April, I did an episode with Shaleen on her Build Your Tribe podcast, which is their marketing podcast, her and her son host that. And I did an episode with her and I did an episode with her about YouTube shorts. And speaking of YouTube shorts, y'all. All right. The link will be in the uh, show notes, but y'all need to go ahead while this is still free and get my shorts success guide. This guide is literally a mini course. It's only an hour long. I recorded the module short style. So I recorded most of the lessons in under a minute. The tutorial videos, those are a bit longer. They're not super long, but they're just longer than a minute, obviously. So I could just make it make sense and make it, you know, 
understandable for y'all. And um, also I have a really deep dive into content research that is so important and so crucial. And y'all need to just know that. So go ahead, go ahead, go on ahead to the link in the description. Uh, well, not description. I'm so used to talking on social media. Um, Show notes, right? And I would read the link, but I don't even know it. I think it's jaleesascoaches.com forward slash shorts um dash like like the like a straight across dash success but you know what it's easier if you just scroll up a little bit and get, go to my show notes <laughs> it'll be right there and it's a free for now product I'm giving this away for the first 50 people who sign up so I still have a couple more um I think we're like 10 away from 50 people so go on how to get that all right so anyway I recorded this podcast with Shaleen back in April. This was before I even knew as much as I know now about shorts. This was back when YouTube shorts was, they only had like, not only, but back when it was at 15 billion views per day. Now we're there at 30 billion views per day and growing and counting. And YouTube just announced so many new monetization um, opportunities with YouTube shorts and programs and things like that. So I like, I just like, it was great to do the podcast back then. But when I tell you I was scared shitless, like I was so nervous to do that damn podcast. I was literally shitting myself. Like, well, I didn't shit myself literally, but you know, you get what I'm saying. I was, (laughs) I was so nervous because I like, I've been following her for so long. Um, and I respect her obviously. And I just look at her as like, oh my God, she is this expert. She's bought and sold business. Like she's, you know, someone who's just like so far ahead of you in, in, um, business, you know, and someone that I look up to and I respect. And I was like, wait, she DM'd me because she saw a reel that I did about YouTube shorts. And it was like, I didn't even have too, too much content about YouTube shorts back then, but I guess from my other content that I already had on my Instagram, she was like, oh, this girl is cool. Like, she knows what she's doing. She teaches YouTube. Okay, cool. Like, let me see if she'll be on my podcast. So then she slid into my DMs and she asked me to be on her podcast. And I was just like, like, is this Shaleen? Is this the Shaleen? Like, I didn't want it. It's like, you know how y'all don't be like, (laughs) when you meet someone, like, I mean, I guess she's not a celebrity, but when you meet someone that you look up to, um, no matter when, what area of your life you look up to them, it's like, you kind of get a little starstruck. So, but you don't want to come off as starstruck because you're like, oh, I want to appear cool. Like I want to, you know, I want to, I don't want to scare them off now. I want to be like, okay, I got this. You know, I want you to know that like, I do this. Okay. I do this. And I am, I am somebody and I don't have to be starstruck. Like that is, that is so juvenile, you know? (laughs) Y'all, I was just, I had to do a double take. Like, I looked at my phone and I, I saw a blue check and I was like, Shalene Johnson in my DMs and a blue check. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. So then I read the, I read the DM and I'm like, huh? and I'm like, oh my gosh, this, is she serious? Like, why does she want me to be on her podcast? How does she know me? How did she find me? I don't know, but I was just like, I'm not going to say no, but God damn it. If I wasn't nervous as uh, I was scared. I even had a little bit of technical trouble the day of that was before I had multiple monitors. Like, so there was one point in the podcast when I tried to like go to my notes, but I clicked out of the actual recording. And then when I, when I came back, like I, my, I, um, I got back in, I went back to the email, went back to the link. I acted like I was just like, oh, no, it was like a computer. 
issue and they were they were like oh her team was like is it like an issue with the computer or like and i had to just be like no i just exited out by accident like <laughs> so embarrassed so anyway that was back in april that we did that podcast i did it i did it scared i didn't do it perfect i didn't know everything about youtube shorts there wasn't much information out back then there's a lot more information out now and i've actually been studying a lot more by actually posting shorts and uploading shorts right so like i just know more about it and I'm actually a lot more interested in it just because of just how they're moving with shorts, like how how YouTube is really pushing shorts and how they're they're planning on growing it and expanding it and just making it better and better, right, for creators and viewers, right? So anyway, so I did all that, y'all. I did it scared. And that's one of the things that I, I, I keep telling y'all, like, do it scared. When you have an opportunity in front of you, like, do not shy away from these opportunities because they do not come around often. If I didn't take advantage of that opportunity back then I probably wouldn't be I, I probably wouldn't have one um obviously got to meet Shalene right and connect with her and add value to her audience and her podcast and I also wouldn't have been as motivated to learn a whole bunch more and really become an even better expert like in like I don't want to say better expert but really like just learn more and dive deeper and deeper into YouTube and what I say I want to do and all these things, right? I wouldn't have been as motivated to to do it as fast. And to, it was like, it lit a fire under my butt because I'm like, yo, I'm on Shalene's radar now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not like, it's not like she's paying attention to me all the time, but it's like, she knows who I am. She knows what I'm doing. Like, I'm not about to just, you know, like not do my best. Like, I'm not about to just put out some BS content. Like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I know that I've been, you know, like I've been putting, I've been put on her radar, like, and it's like, you, that's what I'm just saying. Like, you never know who's watching. You never know who is listening. So get started, post your content, upload your video, posted over perfect and paid over pretty, you know, listen, that's things that I live by. Those are like literally models that I live by. And I want y'all to know that I, I don't just preach it. I practice it. Okay. So I, I need y'all to just get that from this story is that this is how this all came about. And if I hadn't taken advantage of that opportunity back then, I wouldn't have had the opportunity now to attend Marketing Impact Academy. So fast forward to October, like literally like the first week of October, I think it was the first week of October or the last week of September. It was literally two weeks before the event. And the event was um, the 14th through the 16th, right? Yeah. The 14th through the 16th, right? So anyway, she um, she <laughs> she texts me and because we had exchanged numbers back then um, with, with the podcast recording. So she texts me. She's like, oh my gosh, you have to come to um, my event. It's October 4th. You know, it's, um, she, she was somebody you had to come to the event or whatever, October 14th and 16th. And I'm like, oh my God, first I was like, oh shoot, I can't go because it's next week. But then I was like, oh, I thought it was the same weekend. But then I was like, wait a minute. No, it's two weeks. I'm like, I can make that happen. It's in two weeks. What the hell? Like, Shalene texts you, you're going to say no. Hell no, girl, get your ass on the plane and, and get it moving. Mind you, y'all, I... 10 okay I don't want to claim this so I'm being careful with how I speak about it but I get a little anxious when I'm about to get on the plane okay I get a little anxiety this started after I had my daughter I was never like this I would just hop on planes not think of anything not think of the fact that I'm literally flying through the air at very high speeds 
very high above the ground, thousands of feet above the ground in a metal tube. I never thought about that. Never. No, never crossed my mind. I actually love to travel, but this flight anxiety does take away a lot of the joy of traveling for me. And also just being far away from my daughter doesn't make me feel good. Like, I don't like to be that far away from her, especially now while she's still young, you know, like it, uh, like my husband, he's talking about, he wants to go somewhere super far away for our anniversary next year. And I'm just like, sir, no, but at the same time, I don't want to be that, you know, I don't, I want to be down for the adventure and the the journey. And, you know, I want to be grateful that we can do stuff like this, but I'm like, man, this ain't the time. This ain't the time. So anyway, that's a whole new story for another day. Okay. That's all. I just went on the whole tangent, but let me tell you. So this whole thing. So Shalene texts me. She's like, you got to come. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Mind you, I hadn't even talked to my husband about it yet. I, I just said, I'm going to be there. Cause I, when I saw it was in two weeks, I was like, oh, I can make this happen. You know, I will sell some coaching. Like I will, you know, figure out things, arrangements for my daughter. Like, you know, I'm gonna make sure she's got, you know, her clothes laid out and everything. She's all set to go when I can't bring her to school, you know, because I had to leave on like, um, they leave on, I left on Friday. Yeah, Friday, whatever. So anyway, booked the flight, booked the hotel, told my husband, like, listen, I gotta go. Like, ain't no way she gonna invite me, Shalene herself, and I'm gonna say no. Like, and he was like, no, you need to go. He was like, but you know, how are you going to make it, make a return on your investment? Da, 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 da. Like he put me through the ringer. Like he was like, okay, make it make money. Like da, da. I'm like, sir, first of all, your net work is literally your net worth. Like if it doesn't make money initially, like, 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 a, like an immediate return on investment, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. There's no way I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to get FaceTime with, um, the greats, you know, who I didn't even know who she was having speaking because she didn't, they didn't announce speakers. Like, I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going. My best friend was going to. I'm like, oh, let's go. Okay. First of all, I want to get away a little bit. This, it was this whole thing, right? But it was really last minute. It was like, quick, 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 quick. And in the past, I wouldn't have, I don't, I wouldn't have, like, listen, y'all. Well, there's one thing that <laughs> I've learned is that um, you got to be, you got to be quick. You got to move quick. Um in this world. Success definitely loves speed. Entrepreneurship is a different beast. It's, it's a different beast because one, it's just, your schedule is totally different. You know, obviously you're making different decisions every single day. And especially when you're a solopreneur for the moment, like myself, I'm a solopreneur right now in my own business. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a lot, but you have to make decisions quick. I've learned the faster that I make decisions, the faster I get results. And that's why I'm such a proponent now of the whole saying fail faster. I truly, truly believe in failing faster. It it may sound crazy to you, but just hear me out for a second. So think about it. You're failing faster because you're just trying what's working. You're you're learning what's going to work, what's not going to work, but you're learning it faster. You're not sitting and overthinking and and stressing and trying to make things perfect and overanalyzing and getting caught up in analysis paralysis forever and just stewing 
around in your thoughts. Like you're actually boots on the ground. You're doing the work to see what works, what doesn't work. You're eliminating obviously what doesn't work. You're getting closer and closer to what does work by doing that. So you get the results faster so you can get to the bag, to the success, to the impact faster. Like that's it, right? So I never really understood that quote more than I do now. <laughs> so I just got to say that. Uh, I haven't even gotten to the takeaways. Oh, my gosh. This is a long story. I didn't even. But I hope you're enjoying because this is this is real. So anyway, um, you know, I went. Um, I had a great time. had a really good experience. Shalene's so awesome. She's so gracious. Like, I don't know if she understands really how dope she is, like how amazing she is just and I just and the thing is that like she so we we often think that things have to be perfect for us to show up and show out and you know things all the stars have to align and things have to be perfect in every area of our lives and we can't have anything going on any other stressors like this woman if you listen to her podcast she has a lot going on right I'm gonna let you go listen to her show the Shalene show but she had a lot going on in her own life but they showed up and they did this damn thing and they showed out okay she had a blast she was looking great she was looking fit fine fabulous dressed to the nines up and down head to toe every single day of that conference I wanted to say show because I wanted to rhyme but um every single freaking day like so real with what they say there was like on the spot coaching there was Q&A like on the you know on the spot so it's like just just so good at what they do like so good her 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 husband her son they all have their roles they all know their places in the business like her son is such a great speaker like the fact that you have that legacy like you have a business with your family and you're all active in it you're all so good in it like are you are you serious like that's just so cool and then her daughter has her own business it's just like there's so much more and this is something else that I want y'all to peep to this is another lesson so when you guys are admiring people for what they do and what they show on social media make sure that you know that you have at least some kind of understanding of the rest of their lives like especially their personal life like how they treat people in their lives like what their family life is like their relationships like it, I I personally I cannot just become a full-on like follower fan supporter whatever of a person who only shows what they do you know like you only show like one side of you I need to see a little bit more you don't have to show me and go in depth with it like I don't need to know all about your kids and things like that but I just need to see some more. I need to know if our values really align. And you can you can you can discern this by following someone for a while, by looking at their different content, right? On like social media, you can really like kind of like look at um their, you know, obviously they write longer captions. This is why long form content is still super important, y'all. You can learn this from lives, you can learn this just from how they move and what they do and where you see them spend their time at, you know, you know, like, so that's actually a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. I can talk about that too. <laughs> but um, this was so important. So it's just, it's really when I see someone who's killing in a business and family life is great, you know, your kids like you, that's something to say, you know, your kids are doing well, especially in their adult age. Um, you're healthy, you know what I mean? Like it, so many of, the, of our values align. So that was really cool to see. 
and I'm really thankful and I'm, I'm really grateful to Shaleen for inviting me out there. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to send the invite and, you know, I'm out there VIP, you know, with the, with the VIP ticket with no, I didn't have to pay for the ticket, you know, and everyone was gracious. It was a great experience. I learned a lot. Um, but I really mostly honestly learned from things that I just picked up from the speakers, like things that they, they were doing, but not saying that's really what I learned. But so let me get into <laughs> these takeaways. Finally, I'm going to, do my best to not like be super long with this. So anyway, so number one, all the speakers were so good at teaching the basics, like the fundamental information about their area of expertise. They were literally masters of the basics. Right. And, you know, we, I think it's, it was so, um, I don't know, eye opening, I guess is the word. Like it was so, um, it just really stood out to me because I was just thinking about how we, overcomplicate things we we over you know like when I had my first um I had to speak a virtual speaking engagement earlier this year and it was in um it was in the morning was it yeah the morning meetup right I'm over here like I am you know as soon as they they wanted me to to come on I'm creating this whole presentation I'm trying to include all the information in there all the points so people could learn about YouTube and do these things I was trying to give them the whole kit and caboodle in this what was supposed to be a half hour long presentation right and when it came down to it I did the presentation it was great but I didn't even get through my whole entire presentation because I put too much in there I overthought it. I didn't even, I didn't just give them the basics of what they needed to know to get started. You know, like I gave, I gave them so much that it was probably overwhelming for most people. And a lot of them probably still haven't started their YouTube channel. Not because I'm not going to say it's my fault, but I'm saying like, I probably could have really persuaded more people with just teaching them the basics to get started. Right. And you can know what you pick up on all the other stuff. You pick up on the advanced stuff as you go, but you have to know the basics. You have to master the basics. Right. And all of the speakers were a testament to that. They all taught the audience, the basic information, you know, stuff that somebody in their area of expertise probably would look at them and be like, Oh, you know, that's something so simple. Like who doesn't know that? You know, I, I call this the expert's curse. I call it the expert's curse because as experts in whatever area of expertise we have, we think that, you know, everybody knows what we know and we have to know, you know, so much more than everybody else. So we got to, you know, we got to just keep doing more, keep studying more, keep getting more certifications, keep, you know, getting more degrees, keep reading more books before we can actually put out and, and share our work and put out our content and that is so far from the truth there are still so many people who can be in your market who you know can be your your potential clients and and customers who don't know deadly squat about what it is that you're teaching but who would love to know and who also need to know this information but you are so busy just over teaching over compensating because you don't feel good enough to teach it Okay, that's what it all comes down to. And the the speakers on stage were just uh, just a reminder that the basics always win. There is so much value and so much power in the basics, you know. So that was my it was one of my top takeaways, right? Also, another one was to study your audience, right? We have to know our audience to know how to speak to them, 
to know how to communicate with them, to know how to create content that's going to resonate with them and, and make it relatable for them. We have to know our audience so we can know what they need, you know, not only what they want, but what they need. Because oftentimes, you know, you got to give people what they want. But once they get into that program, once they become a client, that's when you give them what they need. Right. Which is, you know, often the whole mindset piece, which is often like, OK, we I, I know like you signed up to get a six pack, but I'm going to teach you about nutrition up in this program. OK, because you can't sustain it without nutrition. That's just, you know, a quick example. But you get what I'm saying, right? Study your audience. Know your audience. It, you can't be successful or you, or you will not sustain that success if you don't know your audience and who you're even creating this content for who you're even creating these products for, like you're not going to sell them. It's just not going to happen. And people like to skip over this because they just assume that someone's going to want this, but it's like, no, they, they may not. So while somebody really may need what you are putting out, what you're selling, they don't know that they need it. So how can you communicate to them? How can you talk to them in a way where they're like, Oh, of course she's in my head. How did she know that I need this? You know, you have to, you just have to know how to speak to your audience. Right. So that's why you have to study them, know them inside and out. And oftentimes, listen, y'all, this is really about knowing yourself because I always tell my clients like, and I'd be telling this to everybody on the internet, matter of fact, <laughs> is that your audience is just you a few steps ago. So remember back to what she needed back when she was going through her go through. Remember, think back to, you know, when you were in your most challenging times, you know, that you're helping people through right now. What did you just need someone to say in those moments? You know, what would have helped you to kind of get through it faster, you know? And um, so, yeah, start from there. So also study your platform of choice. So whether you want to focus on YouTube or Instagram TikTok, Pinterest, whatever, LinkedIn, Facebook, Autumn, right? <sighs> Y'all, pick pick a platform. Pick one. You know, I'm going to tell you YouTube because I think it's the best to focus on. It's not the easiest, but it's definitely like you, you need you need to have it. Um, you need to be on there, okay, because your content lives the longest on there. And obviously, the search capacity, but the fact that your content lives the longest on there is just a huge benefit because someone can find your content and they will watch it from from years ago. Like, they don't really do that on TikTok. They don't really do that on Instagram because everything is so trendy, you know, and YouTube just feels more, you know, original. And it feels a lot of times, honestly, it feels more real than than than, you know, the trends and stuff on TikTok and stuff now. But they they do have a place. They do. They, I believe that the long form and short form need to work together and they should both be part of your content marketing strategy. Like they should both be part of your mark, your overall marketing plan for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Anyways, um, getting to the weeds, bring it back to Lisa, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, Ink. bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. I'm twerking in my seat. So listen, y'all listen, ladies, listen. A twerk a day keeps the stress away, okay? I said it here. You heard it here first. A twerk a day keeps the stress away, okay? Don't take yourself too seriously, but seriously enough that you get shit done. 
So anyway, okay, study your platform of choice so you know how to work the platform, what works in the platform, what type of content works best in the platform, and so you can actually become a master of one platform and just repurpose your content on the rest of them so you still have a presence on you know, other platforms and you increase your digital real estate, right? Like you kind of expand your digital real estate, right? That's, that's the way that I, that I teach it. That's what I believe. That's what I'm telling y'all. So there also, um, so all the speakers, like they always had us like either raise our hand or get up and say something or, you know, like get up, um, from our seats when they said something or, you know, they always like, it was like a calm response thing. Like, okay, when, when I say, what was it? Like, when I say, dang, I can't remember what it was, but like they made us, they didn't just let us sit there basically. Like they all had call to actions while they're speaking. So this is for me because I want to do a lot more speaking. And if you want to do a lot more speaking, this is a good thing to pick up on, you know, make your audience interact with you (laughs) because they won't. And it's the same thing when you're creating content and you need to put a call to action in all your, in, in, you know, in your posts, and in your description boxes and your YouTube videos, things like that, you have to have call to actions because people will not move and they will not take action if you don't instruct them to. We think that someone's going to just be like, oh, of course, I'm going to go and sign up for your free thing. I'm going to go and sign up for your program just because you mentioned it in a post. No, they're not. You need to tell people what to do. So, Tell people what to do and when to do it and how to do it, and they'll do it, okay? And they did this while they were speaking, and I thought it was brilliant, and I thought it was um, really useful also, obviously, for the audience's energy because, you know, you're sitting there listening to people talk. You know, you can start to zone out, lose focus a little bit. You can, And there was a lot of dance breaks also. Which they were not just regular dance breaks. They were really fun dance breaks. Like, she had a really good MC, which was actually one of her – her son's like best friends actually really really great MC um and he would always get the crowd moving and the, the DJ was great so people were having fun in between it really kept the energy up too and it kind of made us get out of our comfort zones well I love to dance so that was my comfort zone but you know made other people get out of their comfort zones and just let loose and and build their confidence because they're like oh I'm having fun I'm doing this I'm I might be feeling a little bit silly, but look at this person next to me. Like they're being silly and they're dancing like a maniac too, you know, and you don't have to have rhythm to know how to to dance. I don't believe that I'm a, I'm a dancer. I'm a trained dancer, but you don't have to have rhythm to dance. You don't. Okay. You just have to dance. Let it let loose, feel the music as best you can. Cause you know, I said, you don't got to have rhythm now, but you, you got to move your body. Like it feels good. It feels good. Dancing feels so good. So anyway, there was a lot of call to actions. There was a lot of dancing, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, and it's also this thing where it's like when you, when you make the audience like say things throughout the, the presentation there and you make them take action throughout your presentation, they're more likely to take action and raise their hand when you present them with an offer which everybody also has something to sell. Everybody pitched the audience, you know, and I wasn't mad at it at all because they had already given us so much value. It was like, we got a little mini masterclass, you know, and then they, um, they pitched their product because selling is serving, you know, and they had a product to help people who needed help. And of course you bought, if you needed it, you didn't, there was no pressure if you didn't, but I like the fact that um, I got to also see people sell from the stage because that's a whole nother skill that I know I have. I am nowhere near mastering, but 
it was good to see them do that and just kind of see how they do it. And the fact that you could tell not every speaker enjoys that part. Like, you know, it's like a necessary part of like, you know, what you're doing, but it's like, not everybody is the best at it. And that's okay. Like you still do it. You still take the action. You still put your stuff out there. Even if you, you know, as long as you believe in your stuff, you know, it can help people like just share it. If they buy, they buy. If they don't, they don't, you know, no pressure or whatever. So also something else that I, that I noticed was that, um, so sometimes when you go to events, people, you can tell when people are just talking about what they've read about something or they're talking theory and not really facts. These speakers were all talking facts, like things that they've actually done, experiences that they've actually had. And that was nice. Cause it just, it built their credibility and it was, it made you have more respect for them. Like, Oh shoot, you did that. Like, okay. And it, it wasn't, it, none of it came off as like bragging or anything like that. I'm just, I'm not even in that headspace. Like, I'm just like, talk about what you do, what you've done. You know, even me telling you guys a story about how I even got invited. I didn't realize that, like, I didn't really talk about that. And even when I did the, the podcast back with Shalene, um, back in April, I didn't really talk about it because I felt like, oh my gosh, like, did I do well? I don't know. I, I didn't feel worthy. And yeah, this is teaching me like, talk about what you've done and your experiences because they're valuable and they don't have to be huge accomplishments, but there are things that you've done in your life, things that you've accomplished, whether it's big or small, that other people will find really valuable and they'll learn a lot from. So don't be afraid to talk about the things that you've actually done because they they can help people. You know, like don't just talk about what you think will work. Like, no, I I tried this and this is what I this is the result that I got to. That's what all the speakers were doing, right? So it's like they, you could, so it was just like showing the audience that like, yeah, they also, they talk the talk, but they also walk the walk. And that's huge, especially in this space where it's so much, so much capitalization online these days. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> so anyways, also kind of piggybacking, well, not really piggybacking off of that, I guess, um, but what else I noticed was that you don't have to be the best at what you do. You just got to be you. And being you is a lot more attractive and relatable to your audience. So, you know, sometimes when people are the best, like they just seem they their success just seems unattainable and unrelatable. You know, it's why so many people have issues with Beyonce for no good reason. She just seems like light years ahead in life and success and money and all the things. Right. Because she's just such a superstar. So it's like, girl, where did you come from? You know, um, well, I love her. So I have no issues with her. But, <laughs> but it's just like you you can be it's just OK. So when I say you don't have to be the best, like you there are so many think about all the other singers that are out right like they're still singing they're still making a living they're still you know they still bidding up their own respective audiences they may not have Beyonce's level of success or her audience or may not be as great entertainer as her but they're still doing their thing right they're still trying to be as best as they can be and that's what matters right and so think about it with you. Like, I think a lot of times, especially as women, oh my gosh, we get caught up in our heads, man. We, we think that we have to have all the qualifications. And there's even a statistic out there when it comes to 
um, you know, women applying for jobs. And I think it's like 60% of men, I think, or men tend to only tend to apply for jobs if they only qualify for like 60% of the requirements. And for women, the majority of women only 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 apply to jobs if they have 100% of the qualifications. Like, come on now, right? So <laughs> this is something that I know you probably can relate to. We think that before we put ourselves out there, before we share, before we feel qualified, we have to be the best. We have to check off all the boxes. We have to just be at the top of our game. And I don't think it's bad to aspire to be excellent. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's bad to keep waiting to, I think it's bad. Yeah. That's what I want to say really. Like, I think it's bad to just use that as an excuse. I should say to keep waiting on, on, you know, starting to keep waiting to start, to keep waiting to move on with your life, to move on to the next phase of your life. Because like, Oh, I have to be the best. I have to be so excellent. I have to be, better than so-and-so and and this person is doing it better than me and so I have to like it's like you're never gonna feel like the best that way you you're not you're just you're just not you know just be yourself be yourself share what you know in this moment and go from there your audience like when when you're actually real and authentic and true to yourself and true to your audience they will respect you (laughs) so much more than you being this like perfect person nobody wants a perfect person like even going back to the Beyonce um going back to the Beyonce example when she put out lemonade is when a lot of us were like "Ooh, okay okay she does have problems oh 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 she oh she really got problems like okay and it just made you feel so much more connected to her at least for me and I think a lot of her other fans like you felt a lot more connected to her and a lot of respect was developed because she shared that story you know so yeah just just be you girl be you okay start with where you are start where you're at with what you have and build from there okay and also you don't need to have a ton of followers or fans or subscribers to be on stage to be speaking on stages I mean even going back to the example of me with Shaleen on her podcast, I didn't even have a podcast at the time, right? I didn't. And I wasn't really putting out consistent content on YouTube. So like I got a few thousand um, subscribers over there, but like, so I don't have the most views on my videos. I didn't even like the post that she saw wasn't even viral. It didn't matter. She saw the value and she wanted me on her podcast. You know what I mean? So you don't have to, like, y'all, y'all really think that you have to have a hundred, hundreds of thousands of subscribers and followers and fans. And while they can be useful for sure, you don't, like, there are so many other people out here making bank and, and having impact on their people because they're not worried about that. They're focused on the impact and the value over the followers, right? They're focused on value, giving value over going viral. That's one of my other mottos, y'all. Value over viral. And I'm not saying going viral is like a bad thing. I'm just saying like I don't want it to be this thing where people are like they're not feeling you're you're not thinking that you're good enough because you haven't gone viral yet or you're not qualified because you don't have this X amount of followers. Like, no, that's not even how you get the followers in the first place. Okay, (laughs) so you start with where you are. You start where you're at with what you have and you build from there just like I keep saying, okay, you don't need a ton of followers, fans, subscribers, 
a huge audience to have a huge impact. You don't. You can for sure, for sure keep building, but don't wait to get started. Like, don't wait to be your best. Don't wait to show up and show out. Mm-mm, girl, show up and show up right now. Like, what did we talk about last week? Okay, make it count. Make it count from the start. And that's exactly why Shalene invited me on her podcast and invited me to be a guest at her event was because I've been making it count from day one with my content. Okay. Yes. Yes, Shalisa. Pop your shit. Okay. So anyways, also one more thing. Everyone, literally everyone discussed the power of staying focused, the power of getting focused and getting started. Okay, the power of focusing on one thing like people like people just be so concerned. And I used to be like this, too. So I'm not I'm not just saying people in general, but like, you know, listen, we just be so overly concerned with like, should I do this? Should I do that? I have this interest. I have that interest. I care about this and I care about that. I'm a multifaceted woman. I literally used to have in my bio. um, I'm a multi-passionate woman who helps multi-passionate women like some, some shit like that, like listen girl focus okay focus just pick a niche pick something focus on it and do it you make the most of it while you're doing it okay that's it focus when you focus what you focus on expands just like when you're working out and you're building your muscles you're you're like lifting and building your muscles right when you focus on a muscle it grows faster when you are lifting and you're also focusing your your mind on that muscle that you're working it literally fires up the muscle fibers like listen I don't know the technical terms anymore so don't quote me on this but this is this is what it does like it literally makes the muscle activate and it you know as a byproduct it gets stronger it you know grows so yes it's the mind muscle connection look it up okay just get started so those are my top takeaways from MIA and literally they all stress the importance of taking action and taking imperfect, messy action, doing it ugly, doing it before they are ready, doing it before they were started. I even wrote down in my notes right here, everyone in, in caps, everyone got started before they were ready and before things were perfect. Okay. And also this is a, this is a quote. This is a bar. If you don't start, you lose. Okay. If you don't start, you lose. So I'll leave you with that. Please, there is a voice inside of you. There is a message that needs to be shared. Your people need to hear your your specific message from only you. They can only really hear it, internalize it, and process it from you. And you over here waiting and overthinking and overanalyzing and being scared and not acting for what 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 good is that doing what good is it serving you because because you're doing that you too busy looking at everybody else and what they got going on and that makes you overthink even more you're stressed out because you're still stuck in your same situation and you feel discouraged in yourself and ashamed of yourself because you ain't having the impact that you know you're supposed to have you're not doing the things you're not doing the work so please get started because if you don't start you lose Y'all, that's enough for today. I love y'all. I will talk to y'all next week. Go make it count.